This podcast is for free thinkers, people who use cognitive thinking and are not blocked by cognitive dissonance. We are the truth. We are the revolution. Where we go one, we go all. Good evening. Welcome to my podcast. Um, Sorry I had a little technical difficulties tonight. I had some connection issues and... uh, also had some privacy issues tonight, so I'm actually doing my first episode from my car. Imagine that. But at least I don't have a mask on. <laughs> How's everybody doing out there tonight? I hope you guys are all doing great. Um, all things considered. Uh, so, I just got done watching a movie a while ago, Escape from Pretoria. It's the story of the escape. Of Tim Jenkins and Stephen Lee from a South African prison. Uh, they were fighting for human rights, and these were the guys that did the bombs that put out the flyers. They were lighting off the paper bombs all across South Africa and Cape Town, and uh, really inspiring story. Like just to see their courage and who they were and what they stood for. And how determined they were that they were not going to let anything or anyone hold them back. And it was just ingenious how they came together. uh, Along with this guy, Leonard. I don't know much about Leonard. I'm going to have to do some research on him. If there is any. Um, You know, and they used some ingenious. And they invented a wooden key system to let themselves out of the prison. It's just one of them stories that gets, like, forgotten in the fight for justice and truth. And probably most younger kids today don't even know about that. I mean, at the time, I was just getting ready to be finishing when, well, let me rephrase. I was a young kid when that happened, so I have no recollection of that event. But by the time I was getting out of high school is when they finally... Uh, dropped the charges, so to speak. They uh, they no longer wanted to pursue these guys, and that's we're talking twenty some odd years. Um, but they went on even after they got out, and they made their way. They got back to London, and they continued the fight. They continued their fight, and eventually it paid off because, as we know, South Africa changed. Nelson Mandela came into power, and the rest is history from that. I don't know much about that down there. Um, I'm more of a, I'm more of a guy. I follow history, um, but I follow history with a grain of salt, and I do that nowadays just simply because information is tainted, and we've gotten to a day and age where like you don't know who you can get the truth from anymore. You don't know who you can trust. There's no integrity. There's no authenticity. There's not even authenticity behind a space where they're coming from. And that's why I just want to share that part about this movie because it's a very inspiring and it shows that the fight can be won. And we're going to get into that. I'm going I'm I'm to touch back on that part where the fight can be won. And there's a reason why I brought that movie into this segment tonight. Um, and I'm going to touch back on that. But I want to start it off with that uplifting, like... 
these guys never gave up. They believed in their cause. They came from an authentic space. And because they came from an authentic space and they had an integrity about themselves, they were able to pull off what is almost impossible to do. Not only escape from prison, but elude capture the entire time and continue to fight that you're doing. I think that is brilliant. Salute to Stephen Lee and Tim Jenkins uh, for their contribution to trying to make the world a better place. A place free of tyranny, of racism and all. Because everything that we have, these are all man-made phenomenons. So, I know a lot of you, some of you will know me. A lot of you don't know me. So, I'm just going to give a little bit of background of who I am and what I stand for. Um, honestly, I'm just your average Joe on the surface. Like, I really am. I, uh, I'm a construction laborer. I, I was a chef for 18 years. I still have a part-time chef gig. I uh, I cook for nuns at a convent uh, a couple days a week, so that's a nice thing. And they're my ladies. I love them. I take care of them. Um, let's see. I was pulled out of my home when I was 12. I had a very, very traumatizing childhood. It was very bad. Uh I, I, I even lived in the playgrounds as a kid. I used to run away from home all the time because I, I couldn't deal with the things that were happening to me. So I would constantly try to run from home. Um, you know, I would sleep in the playgrounds in the middle of winter. Stuff like that. Um, but eventually, like, you know, I became basically a ward of the state, so to speak. Um, when I'm growing up in a home, uh, which was a tough time for me. Um a lot of transition, getting them to see different things, different cultures. Um, but, uh, you know, I made it around. I went through high school, graduated, went to a trade school, went to, did some college, you know. And I never did nothing spectacular. I don't have a ha big house. I don't, I'm not anything like that. I'm just an average single father. I do have a daughter. I love her very much. She means everything to me. Uh, so I'm just a single dad. Just trying to make ends meet on the everyday. Uh, I'm, I'm a Landmark graduate. And that's important because Landmark, although I don't partake in any of their courses at this time, not ruling out that I would or would not in the future, but I feel like that I gotten from them what I need to get. And their mission, as much as I love their work, don't get me wrong, I love Landmark's work. Uh, and it did wonders for my life. Um, but what my vision is and what I stand for does not align with what they stand for. So it's part of the reason I can't partake in their work. Because I have a different fight. I one time I thought I was earmarked to be a landmark forum leader, to be honest with you. With you. But there was those certain things that I saw wrong because that's my whole life. I've always known something was off behind the scenes. I've always felt like it, like Neo. I'm like freaking Neo. That's why my podcast is Jed IQ. And the reason I called it Jed IQ is a little shout out. I, I'm, I'm not a big Alex Jones guy. I, I used to be a, for a while, but I... I guess my newsfeed was getting bothered on Facebook a little bit too much with his stuff and... I don't agree with everything he says all the time. I like him. I, I, I'm very 
have very much respect for him, for him being who he is and taking on the fight. And at the end of the day, he is one of us. Let's not make a mistake. I mean, I see guys criticize, oh, Alex Jones, like, yo, listen, at the end of the day, he's one of us. Because they say the same thing about QAnon members. Well, we're all in this together, man. You know, people are like, oh, Alex Jones, you know, or, or this person, or David, like, like, listen, we're all in the same fight. Even if we don't all have the same views or the same opinions on things or the same theories, we all have the same fight. We all have the same goal in common. And this is the closest that we've been to aligning that. So, anyway, back to Alex Jones. Um, I got the idea from him. I was watching his interview with um, the Real Brian Rose from London Real, which was a great interview, by the way. I watched that interview. And Alex Jones was talking about how, you know, he sees that it might be to the point where he has bought a trailer on some ranch land of a friend or somebody that he knows and how he's been putting his supplies together and how he was comparing himself to being Yoda from episode three, being Yoda. Like I feel he's, I don't want to quote him verbatim, but he said something along the lines of, I feel like Yoda that I'm getting ready to go back to make my escape to Dagobah. And he's like, and I would stay on Dagobah until a Luke Skywalker came along. And I kind of chuckled to myself. You know, I don't think myself that highly, but I was like inside, I was like, yo, oh, I was like, I'm Luke Skywalker. That was the initial thought that went through my brain. God, honest to goodness, as the first thing that came across my brain, it's like, you know, you're powerful enough. I'm Luke Skywalker. So that's why it's Jet IQ, and get it, IQ. And if you look at that, you look how it's written, it has the one, because that symbolizes the word where we go one, we go all. Because I'm a big guy, I, I'm a big follower of Q. Although I want to touch on Q for a little bit. Um, and again, no disrespect to anybody who does this work and who they are. Because we don't know for sure who they are. We have theories and speculation. And, I mean, there are some good sources. Um, but there's a couple things I want to touch on about Q, before I go any further into my conversation, I see a lot of people online and people are asking, like, uh, like, you know, today with the, I see a comment about the USS Mercy, or was it Comfort? I don't know which one it is. Mercy, I guess, is the one in New York. I could be mistaken. It's one of the two. Um, and this is the only thing I saw because I, I kind of stayed off social media today and I stayed off the news. I didn't really interact too much. I kind of just kind of just wanted to have a moment to clear my head. Um, but anyway, I just one thing I did see and someone made the comment about, oh, well, you know, oh, that the kids are on board. You know, now, look. I know everybody has created like this time. Remember, Q is only trying to decipher and, and drop breadcrumbs. And sometimes people can decipher things the wrong way. I'm not even saying I decipher things correct way all the time. And at the end of the day, it's just a view. Because that's all we really have is a view. So someone asked about the kids being on the ship. Now, look, I don't know. There could be kids on the ship. 
There could not be kids on the ship. And people are like, oh, maybe we're taking the people to Gitmo. Like, I, look, let's let's be clear about something, all right? No mass arrests have been made. And I don't know that any mass arrests are actually even going to take place in the way that you guys are thinking, like, there's going to be this swooping of, like, they're going to scoop up all these people at one time. I, I highly doubt that that's how this is going to go down. It's not going to work like that. It's not going to come in and be like, oh, mass arrest, I'm going to arrest all these people in one shot, bada boom. Like, I, I, I thought so a minute for myself, but I, I really don't think that that's how that's going to operate. If there's going to be the arrests, because uh, these kind of things take time, and with all, if, if if the corruption runs as deep, and they are they're obviously aware of us. So if this is a real thing, if the Q plan is the real plan, it's out of the bag. Like at this point, it's out of the bag. They make jokes about it on the news. It's out of the bag. It really is out of the bag. So it's not like the plan is secret anymore. So who knows if that was even the plan at all. But back to the comment about the kids on the ship. I don't know if there's kids on the ship. I don't know if there's kids ain't on the ship. But I see a lot of people believing that there's kids on these ships. Now, what I'm saying here is I don't want you people to create something for yourself only to be disappointed in the end. Like, a lot of you are like, yay, they got the kids. Woohoo, all right, go America. They saved the children. You know, we don't know that they saved the children. But some of you are posting and believing that it's already happened. We, we, listen, if we've learned anything from the fake news media, we need confirmation on this. So I don't want to set yourself up into a trap where it's like, oh, they got the kids, they got the kids. And here there was never no kids on the boat and they didn't do a kid-saving operation. I'm just putting this there for you. I'm not trying to discredit Q or anything like that because, again, I'm a big follower. But I love Q. I, I, I follow the stuff. I follow the breadcrumbs. I, I try to put the pieces together. I, 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 you know, but I'm also careful about what information I take in and careful how it's analyzed. And especially this late in the game, I'm sure there's a lot of fake accounts just getting in there to try to jump on board and hey, ho, ho, try to get information or put fake ideas in people's heads. Remember, this is a game of espionage and a game of intelligence. This is like spying. Like, this is a spy game. So I just want to clarify that. Like, I don't want you to be disappointed if you're one of them people that says, oh, yay, they got the kids out. We don't know that they got the kids out. We need to deal with what so and what we know. We can speculate. We have evidence, but no, not solid evidence. All we're getting is clues. We don't have concrete evidence, at least for that verbatim. There's other things that we have very solid evidence on, like Pizzagate and all that stuff. We, they, the, the evidence is mounted for that. But as far as I'm talking about the kids in particular, and I know there's rescuing kids across the world. I, I see it popping up on the news. I see Trump making comments about it. I'm not saying that it's not something that's taking place or it's in the operation. I'm just saying to you that I feel as though some people are creating something before it happens and then they set themselves up for disappointment or failure. And I've already seen the backlash at Q. Like, when these mass arrests going to happen? Where are these kids? When is everything going to be revealed? Like, I, I see a lot of people more and more. I've been noticing the frustration, people making comments against the QAnons. And, uh, you know, 
I, I think it's two things. I think one, I think they have given themselves, they have set a deadline for themselves and they also have set a set plan that they want to believe in so badly because they want it to happen that when it doesn't happen the way they see it happening, then it's failure and it's automatic rejection. I, I've experienced the same thing myself. I think there's a plan in place. I don't think it's going the way people say it's going because I have other questions that step outside of that. But I just don't want people setting themselves up for disappointment because I see people are going to do that to themselves. You want to hold mainstream media accountable for factual evidence. And when they don't have it, you, you cut them down. And I just want to point out that on the flip side of the coin here, and I'm not listening, I'm not trying to put anybody down. I'm just trying to give you some intelligent confirmation and information here on the flip side of the coin. You're getting news or tidbits that's not actually news news, but you're getting the information, which because we are the news now, so I guess it's news. But before you're getting the confirmation, you're already holding it as the truth. So I want you to see the difference there. You're holding something you have no confirmation of as the truth, but you're like, yes, 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 that's what happened. But on the flip side of the coin, when the mainstream media does it, you're like, no, 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 that's a lie, that's a lie, it's a lie. So you need to create a balance, is what I'm saying. And you need to wait until you have things to back up what you're saying. Like me, do I think there's kids on the ship? I honestly don't know. Do I think they were in the tunnels on the ground in New York City? I don't know. I wasn't there. It's hard. No eyes were there to see it because everybody's on lockdown. If it happened, it happened. But I'm not going to create an illusion for myself. Like, yeah, they got all them kids out of New York. That's why the boat's leaving. We don't know that. And I don't want you to create that for yourself. I want to invite you to create what's good for you in your current situation. Because everybody's worried about the plan. Well, look, the plan's not our plan. And we're not running that plan. If the, if the said plan is going the way it's going, then let them do it. Because nobody has an official timeline. And hello, if it is a military operation, do you really think you know when what is going to happen? There's no way in hell they're going to let you know that information. Even if the guy's running Q or military operators, they're not going to give you the finality of it all. You know, everybody's like, oh, well, they totally used this as a cover to do what they're doing. We don't know that. This is what I know. This is what Q means to me. That we're digital warriors and we find the things that we can prove that are the truth and try to get it out to the masses. What we don't want to do is start making false truths and putting it out as the truth because then we become the same thing that we're fighting against. So that's my point on that. I, I you know, and again, it's no disrespect to anyone. That's just where we need to be. We need to be, if we're going to hold it, Call it 100 one way, you've got to call it 100 another way. As soon as you're not calling it 100 way, you're out of integrity and your authenticity is completely lost. Because you, and, and I'm coming from a space of I care because I care about people. Shit, I'm a living organ, organ donor. I gave away a kidney in 97. And then people ask, if you could do it again, would you do it again? Absolutely, I'd do it again. Some of the better days in my life right there. I had some good times then. My buddy, Jimmy, is a great guy. Um, but yeah, like, I just want you to maintain a balance. Like, that's why I like anomaly 
Shout out to Anomaly. I think you're awesome, dude. I love Anomaly. Because Anomaly, he's awake, but he's not completely under this plan thing. He also questions the president, as do I. And, and it seems to be one thing, like a lot of people are like, oh, he dropped this little clue, he dropped that little clue, he dropped this little clue, he dropped that little clue. The president's dropping all these clues. Look, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I'm going to say devil's advocate. I don't think he's dropping any little clues. Not everything is a code. Not everything is a code. Like, it's not always a code. And that's why I like Anomaly, because Anomaly calls the president out on his shit also. Which, I'm the same way. Like, I could call Donald Trump out right now, because like, oh, and you know, I don't want someone to come along and say, oh, well, they're using this as an opportune time to do what they're doing. Again, we just went over that. We don't have proof that any of that's happening. The only thing that we know is happening is that, like, they're trying to line up indictments. And that a subpoena was served to Hillary, uh, not Hillary Clinton, but Google. With those things we know. But there have been no arrests made. They haven't moved on anybody. They didn't even move on Fauci yet. They may, they may not. They probably will. There's, there's going to be an investigation in that. But again, that's going to take time. But, listen, there's no way in hell that Donald Trump didn't see the hot mic sound bit from the pre-presser at the White House from the other day. It's all over the internet. There's no way that he couldn't have seen that. Unless it's hidden from him. I mean, he does have a busy schedule. I get that. He's got a lot on his plate. A lot of time on him. So maybe when you hear this, maybe somebody might want to say, you know what, I'm going to tweet this to him. I did already. I tweeted it at him and all the news places. Because I'm like, what is this? Because it really... Without being notes. And that's sometimes the only way you can get the truth. is when you spy on people. See how crazy that is? They, they had a, It's hot mic. It had to be spied on to get the information that they're not telling us. The real information. The real information about this virus. That you don't need a mask. That these guys are saying, well, they've already been vaccinated. And the fact that they are j- jacking the numbers off completely. It's all the numbers game and the death rate and all that. That's the hoax. The virus ain't the hoax. The virus is real. Like, you know, it's a real thing. I I totally believe it's real. I totally believe it came from a a lab in Wuhan. There's no doubt about it. I think all roads will point to that eventually. Oh, then again, maybe not because not. And that's the thing. Like you people are expecting this grand miracle. We haven't even held accountable yet. The people responsible for 9-11. We don't even know factually who that even is yet. Like, people say Bush. I think Bush was just a patsy in that operation. I I mean, honestly, I don't really know. I don't know about. But it had to be more than him. Right? So, the only way you get the truth is to spy. And that's what happened. And these guys are in there joking about, oh, it was a hoax. And, you know, John Roberts, uh, he's like, nah, it wasn't a hoax. I wouldn't say it was a hoax. But if they know that, but they're still holding the same narrative. They haven't changed the narrative. And I and I explained this last night. And for those of you that don't follow me on YouTube or don't know my videos yet, 
I explained this last night in a video I did about narrative, where that's what it is. The narrative dictates. The narrative dictates. The narrative. And I just want to briefly touch on that here for anybody new. The narrative, what's a narrative? A narrative is a story. And who tells the story? The narrator. So that's what it is. They're narrating the story to you. You're just playing the part. It's like a fucking video game. They're rolling out the obstacles and you're adjusting to them as they come. That's exactly what it is. Then now, like even more, the movie The Matrix makes more sense to me now than ever. And I'm totally a Neo in this bitch. Like, make no mistake about it. I may not have Neo-like abilities out with my hands and feet, uh, and but I, but I try to work them with my mind. But they give you the narrative. They give you the story. And they haven't changed the narrative after this um, this clip comes out and goes viral. Like, nobody's even talking about it. It's the craziest thing. No one's talking about it. We're talking about it, but we can't get no one in mainstream media to comment on this. Like, who's questioning any of them? Who's questioning John Roberts? And who's questioning the people from Fox? Who's questioning any of them about this particular thing? Nobody. The clip's there, and they're, and they're acting like the clip doesn't exist. Think about that. This is how fucked up these people are. They are thinking like the, the clip is non-existent. So what I suggest to you is if you find it, share it. Share it again. Share it 10, 20, 30 fucking times if you have to. Because people need to get it that like they're being bamboozled. This is a total bamboozlement. This is a total rolling out phase of the new world order. Like there's no question about it. There's no question about it whatsoever. It's not a fantasy. It's not, you know, made up. That's why it's hidden in everything. That's why they have it in Disney films and Nickelodeon cartoons, Disney cartoons. It's everywhere. It's in movies. It's it's in your music. It's everywhere. They put it everywhere. And then people are like, ah, oh, that's just something made up. Like, no, it's not made up because... It wouldn't be there. It wouldn't freaking be there. And they're trolling people. That's what they're doing. They're trolling the masses. When I watched that movie, uh, what was that movie? The Hunt. This movie, The Hunt. They're trolling all people thinking like us. They're trolling everybody. It's a movie about where there's a conspiracy theory that they're hunting people down on this on this uh, mansion in some place. It's called The Manor. Uh, and they, what they do is they gather up all the conspiracy theories to put them in the land. They hunt down. They kill pretty much all of them. But it's because they were after the people who were the truth seekers. And they make these little punchlines in there. And at one point in the movie, the guy's like, oh, what are they calling? He's like, oh, they're calling it Manorgate. And here's the sickness in this part of this line. The guy responds, Manorgate, huh? Oh, great. It's fair enough they already ruined water and pizza. Get it? Watergate, Pizzagate. Like, that's the slap in the face and the trolling that they do. Because they, and, and to this point, they are, they they have that power. They have the money and they have the technology and they're doing what they do. And they've been able to, they've had, they've been, these, listen, these people have been in power long enough. You're like, I don't know, they're getting power. They've been in power. 
It's just now we're getting the reveal. Because now they're pretty much saying, we're here, and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. That's exactly what they're saying. We're here, and you ain't going to fucking do a goddamn thing about it. And guess what? What angers me is they're pretty much right. Because two-thirds to three-quarters of America, they ain't doing shit. They're hiding in their homes. They're hiding behind their masks. They're watching their TVs. They're doing whatever. They're living in fear. And they're just easily compliant. And I get that. Like, it's been preconditioned. You have to understand, this is, this is, this is preconditioned. It's predictive programming because they predicted program this. Listen, the setup for this was 9-11. Like, Let's keep it real. This the setup for this event was 9/11. Let's let's keep it real right there, okay? They had a, that was a, a multi that thing had multiple reasons for happening as far as what they wanted to do. One, they were burying evidence because that's the whole thing with Tower 7, the Solomon Brothers building. They were getting rid of evidence. Okay? I don't know what well, there's a lot of evidence. Whatever evidence, they were getting rid of it because that was a there was the security offices and everything in there. They were getting rid of evidence. That's why that happened. Two, they wanted to have a reason to go to war with Iraq. Even though, well, a lot of people don't know, is that George Bush already signed the, the legislation or the bill or whatever it was that he needed to sign. They already discussed it, that they had planned to go in Iraq. And that was in March of 2001. That's many, many months before September. So they already knew they were going to Iraq, but they had to sell it to the people. So that was another reason. The third reason that they did 9-11. So they can introduce the Patriot Act. Totally did that. Used fear, because that's what they're using as the weapon. The media and the fear are the two major weapons that they have. They're high-tech weapons. This is a PSYOP war, people. World War III started a long time ago. It ain't with bombs and missiles. It's with... A war for your mind through technologies. You got to pay attention to how this is going. This is some next level shit. So all you gamers out there, you need to start using your video game ideas and start implementing them into the real world because this is where that information and that problem solving is needed the most. God's honest with you, I'm not telling you not to play video games and I'm not disrespecting people to play video games. I'm just saying we could use your help in this fight. Because a lot of you spend a lot of time on games and the type of thinking that it takes to decipher puzzles and figure things out in video games is exactly what we're doing here, except this is a real-life video game. This is a live event. Ooh, I need to catch my breath. So, where was I going with that? You know, the PSYOP. I got so much on my brain. It never shuts down. I I sleep less now than I did before. It's probably because I'm not working. I, I miss work. All right, they sold you to fear, the 9-11. Yeah, 9-11. What else did they do with 9-11? Oh, 9-11, it uses the catalyst for the fear-based fucking sequence. Because what did they do? Right after 9-11 happened? And and for those of you that are, if you're still on the fence, because I'm sure, even if I get new listeners, probably none of you don't even know about half of what we're talking about, which is fine. You're going to have to start doing some research. Um, 
Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars is a good place to start. That's why I try to tell most people to start. Uh, some people like the zeitgeist. Um, you know, whatever your flavor. As long as you wind up in the same place and figure out what's going on now. But that's when they started using fear as the catalyst. Oh, and what I was going to say about 9-11, for those of you that don't know, if you don't know that 9-11 wasn't an actual fucking inside job, look how quick they, quickly they cleaned that up. You know, if it was a crime, they should have been taped off because it actually was a crime scene. But they didn't do that. They just strudged through it, and they got rid of everything, and all the metal, oh, huh. ironically, guess where most of the metal went? China. Anyway, they used it to implement the conversation and the context. It's not a conversation, but it is a conversation. They created a conversation and a context for the conversation, which was fear. And that's what they did. And here's how you know that it's true. Because right after 9-11, when things started to die down a little bit, well, people started coming back out, doing this and that. Three things were happening on the news. Well, only three programs, only three things were on the news at that time. Only three things. We'll get to that in a second. But one thing that they had on the news all the time, a lot of you remember, they used to have the terror alert symbol at the bottom of the TV. And it was all color-coded, orange, yellow, green, whatever, red. You know, and they used to have it. It used to be on the screen all the time. It used to flash up on the screen all the time. And they did that for a while. You don't see that no more, but that's what they did. They had this little terror alert, right? It's funny how that disappeared. As though the terror alert suddenly disappeared. Well, I'm going to tell you why it disappeared. Because there was no fucking terror alert in the first place. All right? As part of selling you the blue pill. And most people took it. I did too for a long time, but I eventually got woken up. Thank God. Um... So what did they do? The fear started to die down. So what happened? Oh, the anthrax letter started. Remember that? Oh, don't open the mail or the mail on anthrax. People were mailing white powdery substances. And most of them were never even anthrax. Most of it was a hoax. And what else they had? The DC sniper. Okay. I'm not going to get into the whole DC sniper thing, but I just want you to question one thing about the DC sniper, and I want you to question this. Father and son driving around in the car. The father was a driver, right? And the son was supposedly the guy shooting the gun. He's shooting a kid, a younger kid, shooting with a rifle from a car out of a trunk through a peephole. He's got like, he had almost a 100% fatality rate. I'm just saying. You do the math. Shooting from a trunk in a peephole with a rifle. A young kid. Is that good with a gun? In a, in, in a trunk of a car? And his aim is that perfected? Maybe he did. I'm just saying something to think about. Anyway. So they had that going on. And they just kept the fear. They drugged the fear out. So the fear from 9-11, they just drug it out. They drug it out because all that was on the news at that particular time after the whole 9-11 was the war in Iraq, the shock and all. So it was the every night footage of the freaking war in Iraq. And if it wasn't that, it was the anthrax letters. And if it wasn't that, then it was the freaking DC sniper. And they carried it out. And this fear, they instilled this fear for basically they stretched out a fear campaign for the better part 
of three years? Three years. They instilled this. So they set that up. They instilled, they indoctrinated fear as a context. It got it instilled enough in the brain. So when something like this happened, it was easy. They snapped the finger. People fall down like dominoes. They all got their masks on. You have to see the game here, people. This game is strictly about your rights and taking away our freedoms and trying to implement a one world government. And, you know, they, and like I said, they look at us, they're like, we're here and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. Well, the truth is, yes, we can. That's why I'm doing this podcast. You do anything you can do to try to get the information out there, to try to get people to listen, to try to get them to understand. Your life is on the line. You know, they got the people sitting at home fearing this virus. And what you don't understand is the real danger are the people who have you doing such things. And people are telling you to fear the virus are more dangerous for you than the virus. They are more dangerous. They are putting your life in jeopardy. Think about your children. Your kids. Are you going to be able to, like David Icke said it, are you going to be able to look your kids in the eye and say, I did nothing while they took all your freedoms? Shout out to David Icke. Love you, man. Are you going to sit there and let that happen? Because you're just sitting there and you're just allowing it to happen. You're just letting it go on. And cognitive dissonance, it's a major roadblock for a lot of people. And I know a lot of people are sharing. A lot of people, I'm not the only one. I know a lot of people got attacked. I've gotten attacked a lot. I've had a lot of things said to me. doesn't bother me. And I'm sure many of you are going through the same thing. Probably get it in your everyday life. I get it in my everyday life. People scoff at me. They look like I'm crazy. They're, oh, yeah, yeah. They just give me the, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Keep talking, asshole. That's what I get, you know. And that doesn't bother me. It doesn't stop me. But that's something we can do. Because the more people that have the information and the more people that are awake and more people have the knowledge, it's going to be impossible for them to ignore and hide. And that's what Q means to me. The Q and I, we're the digital army. I am worried about mass arrest or whether to get any... Don't get me wrong, I want all that to happen. I'm not, And I'm not discrediting it. But that's not my part to play in Q. And most of us, it's not our part to play in Q. Our part to play... Is to just keep sharing the information and getting it out there and informing the people. That's our job. And that's all we can do. Because that's where the real fight is, is for the people's minds. Forget about what they're doing in D.C. If there's a shadow military operation going on or not. That's not important. At least not for you personally. Because you have no control over no such thing. So the only thing that we could do is continue to share the information and start sharing what we know and try to talk to people and have the conversation and try to have them keep within context because there are other things you got to worry about besides this virus. What about food supplies? That's going to become an issue. That's going to become an issue real soon. Sooner than you think. Because people ain't shopping like they used to. People don't want to go out to the store. They're scared. Or they don't feel like waiting in line because they got to stand outside for an hour before you can get in. And you got to stand six feet apart for so it takes twice as long to do anything in the store. Like, so nobody's going shopping. And all the food producers are throwing out food. They're dumping the meat. They're pouring out the milk. 
They're throwing away vegetation. They're, they're getting rid of eggs. So the food chain and the food supply, it's already being interrupted as we speak. And that could be a looming food crisis. I've seen somewhere today that, uh, what did I see? Um, I've seen a statistic today about food and said that 600 there are going to be 621 million new cases of starvation by year's end if things continue to go at the rate they're going. 621 million. That's almost, that's almost, that's getting close to a billion people. That would be one-eighth of the population almost. Think about that. So you're not just going to die from a virus. You might die from not getting food. Because we're stuck in the house. I'm not stuck in the house. I'm in my car. Uh, we're stuck, locked in. Everybody's locked in. Lockstep. That's what I was talking about last night from that. Uh, the future scenarios and technologies that uh, paper written by the Rockefeller Foundation, lockstep, that's what we're in right now, lockstep. And as long as people are in lockstep, we got to get out of lockstep. And that's why I like the protests, because people are breaking the lockstep. They're breaking, part of the lockstep is the narrative, and they're breaking the narrative. And they don't like it. Well, of course, they've planned for this, just so you know. They've planned for this. There's going to come a point where something's going to happen with that, but I don't know what's going to happen with that, and I don't like to make predictions, but for now, it's going off without a hitch, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with what this president does also, because I have a love-hate relationship with him. I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for Hillary either, I, I, but I did vote, so I could. people couldn't tell me, oh, you can't vote, or you can't talk. I think it's the most cliche thing ever because it's your choice, right? So I just want to say this about voting. People, I've heard it a million times. Like, oh, did you vote? And people are like, no, you got no room to talk then. Like, I, I hear that all the time. But listen, as a voter, at least this is my stance on it, as a voter, you also have the choice to not vote if you don't like any candidate. But I didn't do that, and I should have stuck to my guns on that because I didn't like any candidate, but I voted third party because I did not know anything about Trump. I didn't trust him, and I damn sure wasn't voting for Hillary Clinton because she's an evil, sadistic bitch. I hate I hate her. So, yeah, so I voted just so I wouldn't have to hear that. Oh, well, if you didn't vote, you ain't got to say. Well, listen, if you're registered to vote and you vote all the time and you choose one time not to vote, it doesn't mean you don't get the right to have your say. Sometimes the candidate ain't there for you. So I don't want people to feel like that. So if anybody ever tells you, did you vote? Or, you know, Brever brings that up to you. That's that's a made-up. That's a, in, in Landmark, that's what we call a story. That's a story. It's not real. It's make-believe. If there's no candidate for you, then you don't have to vote. You're encouraged to vote. But again, the voting, it's, you know, we all know what the voting is. It's all fucking shill. It's a fucking, it's all show. It's a dog and pony fucking show. It always has been. It always will be. We all know that fucking Donald Trump was handpicked to be the leader of the United States. The problem was he wasn't handpicked by those who were in power. They got smart. They implemented their plan. And they got him into power. 
Now, what's going to happen with, with that remains to be seen. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. Don't get me wrong. But uh, it remains to be seen what's going to happen with this. Because in the meantime, we're still in lockstep. Nothing's changed in the media. With the information off that hot mic, with, the, with that information that was leaked on that hot mic video, the lockdown should have been lifted the day that went viral. Let me say that again. The lockdown should have been lifted the day that video went viral. Because they basically said that it's not that bad. It's just nothing more than a common cold. And we all know that they're they're working the numbers. They're changing the cause of death. Everybody's dying of COVID all of a sudden. And nobody's dying of cancer. And nobody's dying of pneumonia. And not even car crash victims. Even though they're dying. I'm not saying they're doing that. But they might. They might. Oh, he had COVID. Write it down as a COVID death. Because they are doing that shit. Why do you think they got rid of Dr. Fauci? Because Donald Trump got on to him. See, I, and that's what makes me wonder if Donald Trump really did have advanced notice about the plan. As you guys are like, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. There's certain actions that don't correlate that. It doesn't correlate. It doesn't add up quite right. We're looking into that, he says. You know, this, that, and the third is happening. I get that. But there are certain things that don't add up. Like, it took him this long to get rid of Dr. Fauci. Which means he didn't really know who or what Dr. Fauci was or what he was about. So you guys got to stop thinking that he's got it all figured out because he obviously only just figured him out in real time. He only just figured it out. Uh, what else, what else has been going around? I see that they're leaking, but I, again, I need, I need some, I need to know how factual it is. This information that they're leaking, uh, you know, I need more evidence than a blurry CVT circuit shot of a woman dropping an ice block in Wuhan. I, you're gonna have to do better than that. If that's the proof we're running with, no <laughs> wonder why people laugh at us. We got to do better. We need more concrete evidence. And, uh, you know, I believe it came from the lab. Uh, I don't know about these documents that they say that they're hacking out of. I'm not a hacker. I wish I had that ability, but I don't. Um, I'm not a hacker. Uh, I don't know how to. Um, and, you know, I see a lot of people posting stuff that they're saying is from these sites. You know, passwords and emails and whatever. And they're posting up these things that are saying... That this happened, that happened, and they're giving all this information. That's That all needs to be sorted through. And I'm sure there are a group of people that could sort through that and put it together for real. People are just posting stuff away prematurely. Um, again, I'm to a stick to what we know. And it goes back to what I was saying last night. And my boy, Diz... Shout out to my boy Diz. You know what it is. He pointed it out yesterday or whatever. Same thing I said. You got to follow the money. And that's what really goes on here. You got to follow the money. Now we know that they know about the $3.7 million that was sent to the Wuhan, lab of viro- the Wuhan Lab of Virology. We know that. 
Okay, so there's there's a lead right there. That's a money trail. It's always going to be the money trail. Again, people, I was saying last night, I said this in my video, people are looking for like these little more hard concrete evidences. Dude, just follow the money. The money will lead you to where you got to go. You got to just follow the money. Right? All right, so we know that somebody played their hand. Who played themselves? Harvard. Harvard is affiliated with, it's either the Rothschilds or the Rockefellers. It's one of the two. Doesn't matter. They're one and the same to me. Uh, but they're affiliated with that. They were one of one of those families founded them, actually. Uh, I want to say it was the Rockefellers. Um, I could be wrong. Could have been the Rothschilds. One of them, too. I got, sorry, I just got so much information that sometimes I, it's like a computer. I kind of overload a little bit. Kind of short circuit on my thoughts. Um, but. We know that there there's a money trail there because they were money hungry and they grabbed the nine million. And already sparring with President Trump talking about, oh well, we're not going to give this money back, and he's like, you are going to give this money back, or you know, he gave him some sort of ultimatum or like a threat. Um, but again, another money trail. Follow the money there. You know, who's everybody dumping their money into? China just gave an extra thirty million. To the World Health Organization. That tells you something right there. And then they got on there today. I heard it on the news. Where they were like. Oh we need to show that global unity. Again there it is with that global. They want you to get this concept. of the. It's the world. It's the one world. There is no America. It's all of us. There's no America. It's all of us. We're all social. We're all the same. We want you to be clones. You cookie cutter copycat motherfuckers. Because that's what they want. They don't want someone like me. Shit. Maybe not now, but it won't be long from now. One day I'll be a mark man. I'm going to ruffle some feathers somewhere. If I haven't done that already. But I don't really care. Yo, Joe Rogan, I gotta say, Alex Jones is right about you. You got the platform, but you need you need to come out. You need to throw your dick on the table a little bit, grow some balls. I think you're an awesome man. I think you're an awesome human being. I agree with Alex Jones like that. But you're you're not you're not taking your position. You're not dropping the hammer down on these people, and you should be. You have the platform. You have the following. You could be fucking kicking in the door. So I'm calling on you to do that. I 100% co-sign with what Alex Jones said about that because you. Have the biggest platform, and you are highly respected. I respect you, but he's right. You gotta, you gotta take this by the horns. And you got, dude, you gotta stand up to these motherfuckers. Who cares what they threaten you with? That's why I like the uh, the real the Brian Rose man. Brian Rose from London Real is awesome because he took action immediately. He was like, "Yo, they're gonna shut me down." He went and he created his own independent digital free uh, media platform. And I'm looking forward to the Rose Ike 3. I think that's going to be fucking awesome. I can't I can't wait to see that interview. Um, it ought to be interesting because, you know, I live in PA. And, you know, our fucking shitty ass. And I'm sorry, I don't like to choose sides, but I really am a conservative. And this fucking shitty ass Democrat fucking governor we got. Fucking Tom Wolf. He's a complete fucking pompous jackass, and so is the mayor of the city I live in, fucking Mayor Kenny, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit, he's a piece of shit, he was a fucking blue collar guy, 
and he turned his back. This is the type of fucking mayor, not to get all fucking cute, but these are the type of people we're dealing with. It's the type of fucking mayor we got here in Philadelphia, right? We got fucking one of the largest fucking opioid crises going on in the United States. One of the biggest opioid crises in the freaking country, right? And Philadelphia's infrastructure is crap. That's why they're working on 95. It's going to take them 40 years to complete the project. My daughter will be in her 60s by the time they're finished, if they even finish them. That's not even talking about the streets. It's full of potholes. There's so many run-down buildings. Like, the infrastructure here sucks. The poverty level is really high. We got all these fucking problems. And what did Jim, this Kenny do? What did he do? After the Mummers Parade on New Year's Day, he was worried about two Mummers that wore blackface. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't condone wearing the blackface. I get it. We, we live in a country where people are scarred from some racially charged, unethical crimes and just savage things that have happened to people in this nation. So I totally understand why that's not acceptable. I don't condone it either. We don't need to be picking on, picking at racism. The media does enough of that with the race baiting. We don't need to do it to one another. And I totally stand in solidarity with my African-American brothers that, you know, had family and ancestors that had to deal with this. You should not be subjected to that type of thing. So I agree with that. But this guy, the mayor, is more worried about these two guys talking about, I'm going to shut down the entire Mummers parade. I'm going to get rid of it. We're going to just do away with it. Because of the actions of two people. But you're not doing nothing about the pandemic. You're not doing nothing about the schools. Which you implemented the soda tax. And the fucking other tax. The cigarette tax. And none of that money has made it away to the schools. And that's why while the schools are shut down right now. The only ones getting an education at home. Are the kids in the Catholic schools. Or maybe some of them in the charter schools. Everybody that goes to public school. They don't get shit. They get dick. And then they don't learn nothing. And then you know what they're going to do? They're going to, well, you know, it happened. You finished part of the school year. You're not finished learning. We're going to give you a free pass into the next grade. And this is why they're getting brainwashed. Because they don't want them to get educated. They don't want them to be smart. They don't want them to have critical thinking. They don't want them to open the third eye. Because then it's more people that's under their bullshit. And when you're under their bullshit, they can't fucking control you. That's where we're at. And that's what's happening. So you got a guy who's worried about two guys blackfacing in a fucking parade, but can't fix the drug problem problem that's killing tons of people, which in this city kills more people than the fucking COVID-19. The murders, which is killing more people than the COVID-19. But the COVID-19 is the fucking boogeyman in the goddamn room. Get the fuck out of here, people. You've got to wake the fuck up. You've got to see what's going on here. They're bamboozling the living shit out of you. You are being totally fucking played like a fucking marionette. You're like a fucking puppet. You're dancing around. You're doing the jig for them. It's fucking crazy. And then when people tell you about it, you're looking at them to the dead and blue in the face. You're, like, you're crazy because you're brainwashed. And when someone tells you you're brainwashed, you look at them like they got three fucking heads. And then you pull up fake fucking political fact Snopes. Complete bullshit. PolitiFact? Another one that's bullshit. People pull these up. Oh, this is the fact. No, it's not a fact. It's bought and paid for and it's already owned by the people who are controlling the same fucking narrative. And these people can't see it. 
You could put him in a fucking rocket ship and take him out of the Earth's fucking orbit. Like, imagine a flat earther. You could take him out of the Earth's orbit and have him look at the fucking Earth and it will still tell you the Earth's still flat. You know what I mean? You could fucking tell people that water is what makes ice and they're standing on it and you'll say, that's water. And they'll say, no, it ain't. It's ice. I'm like, yeah, but ice is made from water, but it's ice. Like, this is the kind of shit that you got to fucking deal with. Well, I, I, oh, I have a maximum recording time for my podcast. Oh, I did not know that. All right, well, that's good. Listen, I, you know, I had a lot of fun doing this first one. Um, you guys can feel free to qu- ask me questions. Uh, feel free to talk to me. Um, I want you all to be safe out there. This was just a warm-up. I had a lot of shit to get off my chest. I didn't really go in any direction. I just wanted to point some things out. But the main thing I want to point out is people have got to wake up. And for those of us that are awake, keep trying to wake them. No matter how much cognitive dissonance they face, keep poking the fucking bear. Because eventually the bear is going to wake the fuck up. Right? Keep poking the bear. You've got to wake up sometime. Because this is going to carry on and eventually they're going to wake up. Maybe for some of them it will be too late. But as this lockdown goes on... People are going to start to wake up. And for those of us that wait, keep doing what you're doing. Make a podcast. Share information. Go to protests. Do the little things. Just don't do nothing stupid. Don't give them a reason to break out the military. I'm sure that there are groups in this nation. And we'll know when it's time to organize. When that has to happen. If that ever has to happen. I hope to God it doesn't. So let's not do nothing stupid. That would invoke violence or the military. We don't need that at this time. Right now, the most important weapon we have is our mind. Listen, anybody who's listening to this, give me your feedback. Again, you can contact me anytime. I'm lights out one at twitter.com. You can look me up on Facebook, lights out on Facebook, or Patrick Donahue on Facebook. I don't care which one. I'm also lights out on Instagram. I just want to say to you all, listen, I know we're going through this, but we're all in this together. Stay strong. Take care of the ones you love. Do some research. Start thinking for yourself. Get away from mainstream media. Start digging. Connect the dots. Because it gets to a point where you won't have to connect the dots. The dots will connect themselves for you. I promise. That's how it works. You only need to connect the first couple. And then the rest of it connects it for you. Because people have done the work for you. Shout out to QAnons for doing all your hard work on this. I appreciate you all. And again, I don't want you to think what I said earlier in the broadcast is in any way disparaging because I love this movement also. Well, I'm almost out of time. So, like I said, everyone be safe. Good night and God bless. For God and country, where we go one, we go all. Well, here we are. My second episode. Uh, technically, it's not my second episode. Uh, but the second episode was with a friend of mine. I'll have to get him back on. Uh, had some technical difficulties, and it accidentally got deleted. It was a very good segment. No way to be able to recreate it. Uh, things happen all the time, but um, here we are. So, uh, first of all, I hope everybody's well. Hope everybody's out there doing good. Sorry about the background noise. I've got the uh, the latest Pearl Jam playing. 
phenomenal album. If you don't have it, I suggest you buy it. It's a, it's a wonderful album. Um, so it was a nice day today. I took my kid and my daughter. Uh, we, went, we went out for a ride. Uh, took her pretty far. Took her up to her city where she lived, where she was born. Um, went and visited some friends there. And uh, stopped at a, it's a little drive-in place. Uh, it's been there for years. A famous little place. It's a little block building. Nothing fancy. But a cheesy parking lot. But they serve the best milkshakes on the planet. And their hot dogs are really good. And so their food is just great. And it's just a nice treat. I see it there all the time. It's been about 11 years. So we stopped in there today. And she was wowed by the milkshake. She ever have one that good. Um, so, I yeah, try to keep her out of the house. Um, I hope the rest of you are doing the same. Get out of the house, man. Don't be staying cooped up in there. Listen, and I've been saying this for the last couple days. Alright, look. I know, like, we're supposed to be waking people up. Like, that's, that's what we do, right? But at the same time, you can't force them to wake up. So I look at it one of two ways, right? It's just like um, uh, Cypher, Cypher from The Matrix. Everybody here I've seen, I assume, seen The Matrix. So, you know, Cypher's given a choice to go back into The Matrix or he makes the deal with Agent Smith. You know, remember he says, I know I can't taste this steak, none of it's real, but you know what? Ignorance is bliss. So that's kind of what maybe people are choosing. It could be that scenario where people are choosing that they can't be bothered or shatter their world. You know, we talked about it before, the cognitive dissonance. Or, the second way I chalk it up to is that, like, listen, some people just aren't meant to be woken up. And, uh, you know, I heard someone say it before, especially with all that's going on, and I half-heartedly believe it, but not entirely. If you're not woke by now, and I hate the term woke, I like to use awake, because woke is like the ghetto term, and it's it's been misused because people don't understand what it means to actually be awake. They think they're woke, and they're kind of not. But, uh, you know, like I said, he said, if you're not woke by now, then maybe you weren't meant to be. And that could be true with a lot of people. That could be true, and... Uh, I don't know how they're not waking up, especially after the events that unfolded in Sacramento. Now, of course, they're going to say, oh, that's because of what they did in Michigan where they walked in with the guns. So they're trying to keep people out because they're afraid somebody's going to get shot. That'll be the spin that they put on it if they haven't already done that. I haven't been following the news for the last couple of days as much, uh, trying to get my brain a break. You know, because I have a daughter to think about, and I have myself to think about. I gotta think about my well-being. I can't be all consumed because I still gotta figure out my next move and what's gonna happen next. But uh, found that rather interesting that you know this police state has started, and I'm glad that everybody showed up on Huntington Beach today. 
And I hope they show out in force at the Capitol. Like we see at the standoff, it's getting rough. And, and, and those of us that know, we know that all these standoffs and things are only happening in the Democratic states. Let's not pretend. I, I, you know, I'm tired of. I just, I try to be fair to both sides of the aisle, and I don't even like to be on both sides of the aisle. Like I was always a lot more of a Democratic and liberal person way back when, and uh, a lot of things changed for me, and I, my perception changed completely. So I know what it's like to be on that side of the fence, so to speak. But uh. I don't really like to do the line thing. Like, honestly. But, with the recent shenanigans that the Democratic left has pulled, it's kind of impossible for me to not look at them and say, hey, you know, what the fuck, there's something wrong here. You know what I mean? It's not It's not impossible to figure out. And, and people who can't see that are just being ignorant. But they just refuse. They just Because ref- the evidence is right there. I mean, with the Mike Flynn... We now know that that was a complete and total shame, although a lot of us thought it was a shame in the first place. Now we know that it was a shame. If not, we're not guessing it was a shame. We know for a fact that it was a total criminal conspiracy. And a lot of people are involved in this, and a lot of people need to be held accountable. We'll see what happens with that. Because, I listen, I'm going to be honest. You know, everybody think, oh, trust the plan, trust the plan. I'm trying to trust the plan as much as I can. But to be honest, until I see a smoking gun, I don't have enough faith that something's going to get done about it because these people have gotten away with it time and time and time and time and time again. And I just got a feeling that this will be another one of them times where they might get away with some bullshit. Because they always get away with some bullshit. They've always been pulling the wool over people's eyes. They've been doing this shit for fucking years. And, uh... You know, I'm worried that, like, they're going to get away with it again. But honestly, we don't really know what's happening. Again, we're only speculating and putting together the clues. But we don't know for a fact. But what we do know is that there is a police state being initiated. And what we do know is that this whole thing is a proxy to try to implement ultimate law or martial law well you know nationwide house arrest that's basically what you know red red zone yellow zone that's fucking my governor governor fucking wolf what a pompous fucking ass he is he's a freaking asshole i can't stand the guy and he tries to act like it's disgusting because i can see right there and i've heard people say oh he doesn't take a paycheck he's from pa (laughs) he doesn't as he loves the state <clears throat> Whatever. I, I, ain't, I ain't hearing none of that shit because when he's reading from his little teleprompter and he tries to use his, you can tell he's faking it with his oh-so-sincere voice. I just want all Pennsylvanians to know that we stand in unity. Shut the fuck up. You ain't fooling no, I'm not. He's not fooling me, I gotta tell you. And I know there's a lot of other people from my state that ain't falling for that shit. And... He's just trying to fucking... He's just a totalitarian. And uh, there's no other way around it. Like, that's just what he does. It's what what they're all doing. You're seeing it in Michigan. You're seeing it in California. 
I mean, Christ, we knew it in California when they started dumping the first 37 tons of fucking sand into the fucking skate park. We knew something was off then. When they started nailing, or not nailing, they fucking bolted boards over the basketball hoops. Like, we knew then that something was off. Like, it was way more than what it was supposed to be. Or that stupid thing with the sign that I saw. Where it was like, oh, due to COVID-19, bikes are no longer permitted on this path. Now, mind you, this is a public park. This is a real sign. You can look this shit up. I'm not making this up. Uh, due to COVID-19, uh, bikes are not out of the path. Walking is okay, but bikes are not permitted. Now, if you can't see past that shit, because what kind of fucking sense does that even make? What kind of horse shit is that? And if you can't see past that, you really are indoctrinated in a way that I can't even begin to fathom. It would take a fucking rocket science. I need Dr. Frankenstein here. I need fucking Frankenstein. Because that's what it is. It's like Frankenstein's monster running around in America. It's all it is. When the hell did we become such a fucking pussy nation? Listen, when did we become so weak? All it took was a little boogeyman of a fucking virus with a 99% survival rate for us to just give up our fucking rights. That's all it fucking took. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm from an older generation. But if that shit would have happened in the fucking 80s or fucking 90s, this shit wouldn't have went down like this. If you don't know, you better start doing your fucking history. The fucking L.A. riots. You know what I'm saying? Fucking uh, the movement in fucking Philadelphia. Everybody remembers that shit. The move. What a fucking disaster and fucking horror show that was. But, you know, the younger generation now, they're too old to get out there and go fight, but some of them still are going out and fucking fight. But, like, back in the day, this shit would have went over like this. I guarantee it. I guarantee it would have never flew over like this. It took indoctrination, man. Fucking 9-11, that fucking shock value of fucking 9-11 and the constant brain of a drumming in your ears every fucking year that it comes out today is a... Every year they gotta remind you what year anniversary it is of 9 fucking 11. I mean, they gotta make sure you remember that. They gotta make sure you keep it playing that. They make sure that those images still come up. And the crazy thing is, they fucking did it. It's all a fucking show, man. This whole thing is a fucking show. You people gotta realize this is an entire fucking charade. All of it. The whole thing is a fucking charade. It's a fucking circus. And we're part of it. Like, we're the fucking animals. Everything that goes on, they're like the fucking props. Coronavirus is like the fucking flaming hoop that we gotta fucking jump through. Here, jump through this fucking hoop. Well, since the coronavirus today, you're gonna have to jump through. Today, the tigers are gonna jump through six hoops. What the fuck's going on here? It's a fucking circus. And the joke's on us, we're the fucking animals in the fucking cage. Because where are we? We're in our fucking cages. You want to know what it's like to be in a fucking zoo? That's why, I, like, don't get me wrong. I, I don't want to talk bad about zoos, but I don't like zoos. I like them 
simply because I could go see animals. And I think that's really neat. I can get to see different animals and see them up close. But they're in fucking cages. They're in fucking captivity. They're like fucking trophies. Right? So I've always kind of felt bad for the animals. Because I'm like, oh, well, they got to live here. And they don't get to live where they're supposed to. I know they're well taken care of. I'm not saying that zoos don't do a good job of taking care of it. And I, I get it. Like, there's a lot of good benefits to a zoo. But at the animal's fucking expense at the end of the fucking day. Right? That's why I can't stand these animal rights activists. Like, they're all out there. They want to block the chicken truck from coming through when the chickens are bred and raised to be made for fucking food or distribution. That's the whole purpose they're being created. They want to block the tractor trailer. But you'll see them at the fucking zoo and they'll buy their little panda pins and shit. So get off the fucking soapbox because no one's buying that horse shit. So don't tell me about animal rights if you're not really thinking about the fucking poor animal that was in the fucking box. Well, guess what, motherfucker? Now you're in the box. Now you're in the cage. And now the people participating, looking in on you, are yours truly, the United States fucking government. They're watching in on you. They're like the fucking, they're like us now. Like where we go visit the animals and we're looking through the glass. Well, now they're visiting us and they're looking through the glass. You know, through the fucking cameras, through the listening devices. Through their constant monitoring. Now we're the fucking zoo. And in the meantime, so that you don't know it's a fucking zoo, they put on this whole fucking dog and pony fucking show. That's what the fuck it is. It's a dog and fucking pony show. Fucking tricks. That's all it is. And they've been pulling it and they've been perfecting it for fucking years. Now listen... I don't, I'm not an expert. I don't have the facts on everything, all right? I, I really don't. I really don't. But I'm going to say something here, and, and if I offend you in any way, I, I apologize in advance. It's just a theory I had because of an experience I had. We'll get to that in a minute. But I want to talk about, like, the false flag events that they do. I mean, I, obviously, the biggest false flag event of all fucking time was fucking September 11th. And once they pulled that shit off, they were guaranteed to hit a home run, you know, with everything else. They were able, they were like, they had it down to a fucking science. They developed new fucking ways. You know, don't think for a minute that they don't hire crisis actors and shit. Don't think that's a fucking myth. They got fucking evidence of the same people showing up in all these different places. The same woman or the same boy, the one kid. Uh, he's always showing up in all. He's showing up in Syria. He showed up in somewhere else, like all these other places. Same thing with the woman. There's a bunch of them. They fucking have them. So let's not act like it's not real because they're caught. Plus, it's been recorded. There's fucking ads. You'll see ads on Craigslist most of the time for actors needed to portray such and such. They had to happen down right before the fucking. Oh, ironically enough, right before the shooting in fucking Vegas, there was an ad out in Nevada. For something of the sort. We'll get to that in a minute. So, like, I'm not like Alex Jones. I'm not going to say, well, Sandy Hook was a complete farce and it was fake. Because in order to create the fake one, you have to have the fucking real ones, right? So we don't, we can't decipher what's from what. Now, maybe that was a setup. I feel bad that Alex Jones was attacked for that. I think what he was saying, I'm taking out of context, and that's what they do. That's why we're called conspiracy theories, because they take what we say out of context to fit their fucking narrative. Remember, that's what they always do. 
again, the narrative, the, the storytelling. When they got it, they're editing. They're editing the facts. They're editing reality. That's what they're doing. They're editing your world. They're editing reality. And the reality that they're creating for you is not a real reality when the real reality is just being acting like it doesn't exist because they didn't say so or because it wasn't on the news because it didn't come across CNN. Like, that's how it works. So if you didn't see it there, well, it, it's not real. And what they said is the absolute fucking truth. And that's, that's, that's what fucking happens. That's what happens in this fucking dog and pony show. This is what, this is what goes on. So Alex Jones, he, you know, he got himself in a, in a lawsuit. Um, I don't know all the bits and uh, pieces of what he had said. I just know that they took it out of context. I feel bad for him. But I, was he a little bit over the top about what happened? I'm not one to judge. But let's just say that it's fishy that these things happen. You know, you notice there ain't no shootings going on right now, right? And they'll say, ah, oh, it's because we're locked down. Maybe we should keep it that way. Well, if that was the case, there would have been mass shootings in the fucking Michigan capital when they showed up with their rifles and shit. Like, that's, you know what I mean? That's not how this works. And it's always some... Cr- and and, and, and where are the people going to get it? And they always create the same motherfucker. I, if I don't believe people get this, it's always a fucking crazed fucking white guy. Did you not ever pick up on this? Every single fucking time, it's some, you know, it's some Tim McVeigh type dude. Oh, what a fucking sham that was. There's another one there. There was another fucking dog and pony show they put on for you. You know what's the crazy part about the Oklahoma City building? Is that there was evidence in that building? I I can't say for sure, but I wanted to say, and this was way back when, that there was incriminating evidence damning Hillary Clinton, if I'm not mistaken. But I, don't quote me on that. I'm not 100 sure, but I know that there was some evidence perceived to be in that building when that happened. And look how quick they executed this guy. He was a patsy. He was another fucking Lee Harvey Oswald. That's what he was. He was a Lee Harvey Oswald. And, like, if you really watch the JFK footage, you know, I know a lot of people believe in the theory. Uh, I forget the name of the guy who wrote the, who pointed it out. But I, I just want to clear something up. The guy, the, the guy in the driver's seat did not shoot JFK. I forget his name. I don't remember their names on top of my head. I know who I'm talking about. The Secret Service guy. Um, I, I just feel like the, the, the footage has been misinterpreted. I studied it a lot, so I don't believe that. And plus the trajectory of the shot. And just, he barely even turned around to even get that type of shot. And he would have had to really raise his arm all the way up to aim and get him in the head like that. So, like, let's face it, he was shot from a rifle from the other side of the street, from an area where nobody was looking. And you can tell by the trajectory of the bullet and how the back of his head exposed. I don't want to get into all that. But the, all these little shams that they put on, they put on these little fucking shows all the fucking time. And they keep you dancing from one foot to the other. I called it on fucking the Las Vegas shooting. I was on to the Las Vegas shooting immediately. Because I, now that I, my I, eyes are open, I always look at stuff and I'm like, okay, what's really going on here? And again, it was the same fucking narrative. Some lone wolf. It's always some lone wolf fucking guy. Again, another lone wolf. That guy is a lone wolf. The Sandy Hook guy was a lone wolf, you know? 
the guy at the church, the big church shooting down there, and he was a fucking lone wolf. All these dudes are lone wolves, and like, they all, what, oh, they, what do they all have in common? Oh, they all have these crazy arsenal of guns. It's the same fucking story. Headline after headline after headline. It's the same fucking story all the fucking time. It's what they've programmed in your head. It's always the white guy. It's always the guy with a lot of guns. And, oh, he had a history or there's not much known about him. And they happen all the fucking time. Like, just to, they need something in the headline. And they need to push their agendas. And getting the guns out of the hands of the America was part of the agenda. And it's not working. Because we're not going to give up that easy. Although they're starting to push it now. These Democrats, especially in the Democratic states. Like I say, it's all in California. With the Mounties out, you know? Fucking. And what happened on the Capitol steps? Like, the police state is here. People answered me for years. You're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. You're out of your mind. Da, 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 da. You're bad, man. Take off the tinfoil hat. <laughs> oh, look what's happening now, sucker. Look at you now. In your zoo. You're in your fucking zoo. You're in your cage and you're watching. And they're watching you. So they're watching you through the glass. Like I said, they're watching you through the cameras and your phones and your computers and your TVs. If it ain't that, it's on the fucking corner by the light. You know what I mean, or or it's the damn satellite, whatever the fuck they want. And this is what this is what it's come down to. This is what it's come down to. And now they got people convinced that if you're one of the ones that go out and protest, oh, you're part of the problem now. See, there's something great shit going on with this too because of the protest. First of all, I hundred one hundred percent support the protest. I wish my capital was closer. I would drive there. I almost still want to. Um, so, we'll have to see about what's going on with that, because I definitely support the people getting out and saying what they need to be said, because they're standing up for their fucking rights, and they're not just standing up for their rights, they're standing up for everybody's rights, for the person who's sitting at home saying, stay in your house, stay at home, put on your mask, how dare you not have a mask put on public, well I got news for all them people. For all them people that are saying the people out protesting are bad and they're gonna get everybody killed and they're the reason the disease ain't gonna go away while you sit there all safe and scared in your little home with your mask on. Those people are out fighting for your fucking rights while you sit there like a fucking coward in your fucking house. I can't say it any better way. So don't come out there and start bitching about how Oh, these people are bad and they're doing this thing. Trying to put it on them. Or trying to put their little narrative on it. What's the other narrative that they're putting on it? Oh, um, the fucking, oh, the racial spin. How it's, now all of a sudden, the, 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 oh, the coronavirus just happens to be targeting race. Uh, black people are more, like, they just make shit up. It's not even fucking real. More black people are dying. Or this, that, and the third, the, 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 like, oh, like, the disease can pick and choose who it wants to get, and then you're just going to try to use the infrastructure. It's the same democratic ball game they've been doing, using you, trying to create you as the victim, so they garner your fucking support. Look, he's leaving you to fucking die. No, the fuck he's not, because that's not fucking happening. The doctor in the fucking numbers, the news is fucking fake. The whole thing is a fucking hoax. Is the virus real? Yeah, it's fucking real. It was made up in a fucking lab. They did whatever they had to do. But is it as bad as they say it is? No, it's a scare tactic. But don't get it twisted. 
The real fucking virus is coming. You think this is bad? Wait till they drop the real shit. Because they're going to drop the real shit. And maybe that's why they're like, oh, we need, to, we need to come up with a vaccine. No, they need to perfect the fucking outbreak so it becomes instant. So once you can come in contact with it, you're fucking dropping like fucking flies. See, this is all this fucking setup. It's the fucking setup for the real deal. Because guess what? There's going to be a real virus and there is going to be a real pandemic. That's why they want to try to put their fucking ordinances in the fucking place ahead of fucking time so they can get a grip on it so they can implement the fucking plan that they've been working on for so fucking long. They didn't come this fucking long to fail. They didn't come this far. They didn't spend the trillions and quadrillions of fucking dollars they spent to get to this fucking point. They're not built to fail. They're built to win this. And the only way we get to fucking win it, again, is to get fucking people to wake up. But you can't fucking force them. You can't make them wake up. You can't. But these people, they run around, they want to fucking blame the protesters while they're getting their fucking rights fought for while they're sitting at home on their laurel asses. Like, get the fuck out of here. You ain't going to tell me shit. And this is what I say. Because all these people screaming, now, no, no, I'm in the country, now, oh my God, oh my God. Because they're sold on the fucking fear. They're so indoctrinated. You could try to introduce them to it. They don't want to fucking hear it. Then, of course, their first reaction is, you're crazy. You're a conspiracy theorist. Blah, blah, blah. That's exactly what the fuck they say. But more and more people are starting to see it. But there's still people that just refuse. Like, you can hit them in the face with it like it's a bat. And they're not going to listen to you. They're just not going to get it. And they won't. For whatever reason. But it's going to hit them anyway. The reality is going to hit them. Because what they fail to realize is that they're already in that reality. But they're so convinced by the fucking narrative because, let's face it, the deep state controls like 90% of the fucking narrative. They got all the goddamn newscasts. They got everything. CNBC, MSNBC, fucking CBS, ABC, CNN, fucking BBC. Yeah, there's a ton of them. There's a fucking ton of them. They're all over the fucking place. They got them all. You know, PolitiFact, fucking Deep State Run, Snopes, Deep State Run, it's all connected. So when you go on fact check, they're going to tell you 99 times, you go to something, you go to Snopes on some shit, or you go to fucking PolitiFact on some shit that goes against anything they say or not reporting the news. It is with 100% certainty, not 99.9% of the time, 100% of the time, it's going to tell you it's fucking false. I mean, shit, they're doing it on fucking Facebook now with that pussy. Mark Zuckerberg, you're a fucking bitch. You're a bitch. You're a fucking pussy-ass motherfucker. And if I ever saw you face-to-face, I'd probably beat the shit out of you. I would punch you right dead in the face. I wouldn't even... I'd spit on you, too, you fucking cocksucker. He's a fucking little bitch. These little nerdy fucks. They get these fucking twisted brain ideas in their fucking head and they get in tied in with the fucking people. Now they think they're the shit. This guy's like, oh, we're fucking fact checking everything. When your fact check machine is completely fucking turned out to be fucking falsified, you're just putting up your little fucking censorship sticker now on any post that fucking comes up. Blocked out, must uncover, mostly false, false news. Like, who the fuck are you? Or what are you? What made you the authority? Since when did this little fucking pussy bitch think that Facebook was the authority. Same thing with that bitch Susan from fucking YouTube. That's another, you're another cunt. You're a load that should have been swallowed. That's what I think of you. 
another one censoring. You know, they removed David Icke from fucking Facebook. Can't get him there. Fucking, that's why I fucking, yo, London Real and the fucking digital platform. Listen, Brian Rose, I, yo, I love you, man. You're a fucking awesome dude. I love what you're doing. I love the fact that you're holding down the fight for the truth. Because that's all this is about. It's about the truth. About some integrity, some honesty, some some responsibility, some accountability for the bullshit they've been doing. But they've gone so far now, they can't turn back now. There's no turning the fuck around. Like the two, like I said, the quadrillions of dollars invested, years of study invested. And we're talking decades upon decades. They're just, just so invested in this. They're so invested. So there's no turning it around now. They're not just going to turn it the fuck off. Like they're keeping their foot on the gas now. Even if they fucking know. Like they know that we're coming out. They know it's coming out. It's like Q's not a secret. What people are saying on Q ain't a secret. The, all the things that are going around, the frazzle drips, the pizza gates, and I'm not saying they're fake, they're very fucking real, believe me. I'm, I'm just using the, the, the things that we talk about as an example. But the pizza gates, and the frazzle drips, and the fucking MK Ultras, and Project Blue Beam, and fucking uh, Project Blue Book, and, uh, you know, uh, 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 Operation Paperclip, Operation Northwoods. I mean, the list goes fucking on and on. It goes on and on and on. They know that we're talking about this. They know that this is the subject matter. There's no way they can't know because people are tweeting back at them. I'm one of them. I got no problem tweeting at them. Like, just because you hold a place of office doesn't give you the right to think that you're better than me. Or do you have the right to decide when I get to live and when I get to die? Which is, by the way, what they're deciding for a lot of people. Like those police officers up in New York that saw what was on the Wiener laptop. Their life was fucking chosen for them. Someone decided your time's gonna be fucking up. Who the fuck are they? I'll say what the fuck I want to you. I don't care if you held a position of the presidency of the United States. You're just an ordinary fucking citizen now, and you're no fucking better or different than me other than you held a fucking public office. You're not president for fucking ever. Like, you may be honored as a president forever, but like, you don't get to fucking pick and choose who gets to live and who gets to fucking die. And who gets to say what to who? So I fucking go right at him, and that's why these fucking people know that we know what the fuck, you know, they know what's going on because people are going right at their necks, as they should, because they've gotten away with it and they've been running the show long enough, especially Hillary Clinton, that goddamn bitch with the fucking Benghazi and the Uranium One, and uh, the, 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 the list just goes on. Her laundry list goes all the way back to fucking Arkansas with the fucking two kids on the track. We're going to talk about that in another episode. Uh, I had actually had a great conversation with my friend Sway on the episode that actually got deleted by accident. But we talked about that whole part and tied it in this. And we're going to do that again because I want to have him on for that. We had a great time. You know, we were having a few drinks. Uh, we had a great time. It was a great conversation. He's not totally in line, you know, with everything that's going on. But he also knows when he, he's seen a lot, he can't deny it. He, he knows he tries to keep it cool because, you know, he's got a girl that loves him and he loves her and she doesn't see it this way. She's, you know, she's one of the ones inside the bubble and he's respecting her boundaries. And I, you know, I get that. Some people just ain't ready or some people just won't get it. And, uh, I hope the Pearl Jam ain't drowning out the conversation, but I can't turn it off. So it's, again, it's a really great album. the second time I recorded from my car. So, uh, 
Yeah, I just do it because the little one's in bed. We're cramped for space right now. Things are a little messed up for our world. Uh, being with what's going on and finances. I mean, we're okay. We're doing well. And uh, we're just, I'm just an, like I said before, dude, I'm just an average American. I'm nothing special. I don't own some big house. I don't have a house with a white picket fence. I'm a renter. I don't fucking own anything. You know, I, you know, I work it off the books lately more than not. Uh, like, it's just a really, you know, I'm just an average fucking guy just trying to raise his kid in a world that's trying to fuck up her future. Now, not everybody's trying to fuck up the future, but the problem is the people who are fucking up the future don't even realize that they've been programmed for this. I had a conversation with my friend about it. I he hates Donald Trump. Absolutely fucking hates him. Now, I don't know if this guy's going to save anything. Uh, again, I'm not, I said it before, I, I'm not sold on this, I'm not sold on him. 100%. I like him. I think he's got big balls. I I think he's, you know, up there and he's definitely causing some uncomfortableness and making for some problems for that side of the ball. I hope he's, I hope he does follow through. I hope he nails them all to the wall. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that he does. But, again, it's one of them things where I need to see something to make me be like, yes, okay, I know for a fact we're at 100% doubt. That this is the direction we're going. And honestly, we haven't had that. I know a lot of people are speculating about a lot of things. But again, we have not had the smoking gun from our side of the team. That said, yep, we just scored a major touchdown. Interception, run back. Momentum just changed. That hasn't happened. There's nothing like that has happened. Like, not one. Everybody's like, oh, well, this happened. They decided to third. Like, none of that shit has happened. So, until that happens... Right now, we're just riding the wave of what is real. And what is really real is like, you have to live your life as if there is no plan. You have to live your life as like, yo, it's us against them. And you have to live as an independent for yourself to realize that at the end of the day, the only one you got is yourself. When you realize and commit to that, only then will you be able to commit to someone else. Because once you commit to yourself and to what's important to you, and put everything else out of the way and clear that space from everything else. Like, you know, putting your faith in the plan. I don't put my faith in the plan. Not like that. I put my faith in who I am and what I got to do and what's going to happen next. Because I don't know what's going to happen. And I, you know, I, at the end of the day, I got to trust what I can do. And I got to trust that I can do the right thing. And I got to trust that I'll figure out how to survive if the shit hits the fan. And that's what you got to count on. And the only ones that are warriors are the ones are like us doing podcasts and sharing information. We're, 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 the, we're the digital troops. Like, this is what we do. Digital warriors, man. We're out here fighting. We're on the front line. And, like, people get their accounts shut down. I see it all the time. They get shadow banned a lot. I've been shadow banned. I haven't had anything shut down yet. I did, they did black out a few of my posts. Which, whatever. They, you know, they can eat a dick. Um, but like, we're trying to censor everything now. And so, like, there's other platforms you can go, like, yo, there's a where we go one, where we go all, or where we go one, we go all platform that you can, uh, sorry, I'm a little stoned, so I've been jittering up my words a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to admit that. I'm a fuck, like I said, I'm an average fucking guy. Um, so, yeah, where we go one, we go all has their own app. It's not really an app, but it's a site you can go on. I'm on there. You can find me on there. Uh, lights out. 
Um, so, yeah, you could go on those type of things because they're just shutting everything down. They don't want the truth getting out. They don't want us talking about it. And anything that goes against their narrative is now a crime. So it's censorship. Now, remember, here's all you to know. You know when that shit became fucking real? Nobody does. You want to know why nobody was? Oh, because it was another one of them things. Where everybody was looking the other way. While they were dealing with all this and making it so that they can do this type of thing, because they probably put it in the bylaws, because I bet no one's really read it. I think it's called the soap, uh, whatever. I forget the name of the act. But it happened, and it was signed. That, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, it was signed the day uh, that the Boston bombing marathon bomber was being hunted down, and they had, like, Massachusetts and Boston on fucking martial law and everybody on lockdown they were going door to door and doing all that shit looking for this guy well everybody was watching that everybody was looking at that that's what everybody's attention was on nobody was paying attention to the little bill that they wrote up for rules of the internet and privacy and piracy and all that shit I forget the name of the act so I'm not gonna try to quote the name of it uh, but it's they, they, they was implemented the same year. Uh, the Boston bombing was at 2013. Obama was, yeah, it was right before Obama was making his next run for president. Um, or he had just became president again, didn't he? And, uh, yeah, they put that in the law. They slid that in. And that happened the day that they were all doing the fucking massive manhunt up in Boston. And now that's why they're able to do... And what they'll say is that, well, it, the, the laws of the Constitution do not apply to the internet. There's some kind of writing in there. You would have to look it up, but I'm sure they have some kind of writing where it does not apply here. So they're basically, they're, with the powers that be now are telling you your Constitution don't mean shit. And that's what they want, especially the Democrats. They don't want the Constitution to mean shit. That's what they're doing in California. That's what they're doing here in Pennsylvania. It's what they're doing in New York. It's what they're doing in New Jersey. It's what they're doing in fucking Michigan. what they're fucking doing. And in the meantime, all the fucking, they're telling you on, especially on Twitter, love fucking Hillary's sick, twisted, fucking psychopathic ass with her constant talking about the voting on Twitter. It's fucking, makes me want to barf. Because it just shows what kind of human being these people are. Like, oh, worry about the vote, worry about mail-in vote, mail-in vote, we gotta have the mail-in vote. But in the meantime, there was, what, 280 million missing mail-in votes since I don't know what year it was, but it was a few years back. 280 million missing votes. That's a lot. People are like, oh, that's not a lot. It is a lot on the grand scheme of things. Mail-in ballots, all fucking not there. Disappeared. Nobody knows where the fuck they are. And now they want mail-in ballots. But they want you to have an ID for a vaccine. And they want you to have an ID to be able to travel on an airplane. They want you to have an ID to do almost anything. And in the vaccine, they want you ID permanently with the fucking digital platform. But you don't need an ID to fucking vote. Christ, you don't even need to be legal to vote. Shit, you don't even need to be alive to be a vote. Remember that. All the fucking dead people that voted. All these people that don't even exist anymore. All voting. They all voted. All these fucking illegal immigrants that voted. So they're pushing that agenda. 
Not even caring about what's going on in the world, right? Not even giving a shit about the fucking people or the population, about what's really fucking happening. Like, not giving a damn. Not giving a shit. Only worry about the trying to shift the power balance. Don't give a shit about people dying. Let's say that there were millions dying, which there are not. We know this. It's been blown out of proportion. <clears throat> but let's just say that that was the case. Which is how they're trying to make it out to be anyway, right? So... That narrative shows how fucking full of shit they are. Because if that's the narrative, all these people are fucking dying. Then why are you not worried about them? And why are you only concerned yourself with with how you're going to vote and who needs to vote? And how and, and all you've done is gone after the president. Like they have viciously attacked him over and over and over and over and over again. Because he's calling them out. The fucking fake press. Because the press is. There's no fucking journalist left. Name a, name a real fucking journalist. I, I can name one off the top of my head that I know. Liz Crokin. The only real fucking journalist left that I know that has any kind of integrity. And now I saw that they just tried, I don't forget, I didn't, I'm not sure what happened, but apparently there was some kind of attack on her now. I don't know if something was deleted of hers or something of hers was blocked. I don't know what happened. I saw, quickly seen it today, but apparently they're going after her again. She's one of our allies, man. We need to, we need to defend her. Because people like her, they're on the front line and they're putting it all out there. I mean, she's literally risking her life. I want you guys to know that. That Liz Crokin is literally risking her life to do what she's doing. Just remember that. And there are other guys that have done this. Isaac Cappy, Jester Bennington, Chris Cornell. The list goes on, right? All these people that have risked their lives... Breitbart, uh, Breitbart, uh, they did him dirty. People don't even talk about the fucking, the, the people that were interviewed. You know, they had the people that were interviewed on 9-11. Like some of them guys that were interviewed, they're famous. They're, they're fucking dead. Go look it up. The one construction guy, I, if you're not familiar with 9-11, the news broadcast that day, you need to research some of this. Like, the, the one guy was famous. He was a construction guy. He was just an average construction worker. He was all covered. It was like kind of bald guy, I think. And he was giving his whole account, which, you know, obviously did not fit the fucking narrative. But guess what? He's dead. Then there was the, the black individual. I want to say his name was Larry something. Don't quote me on that. Um... He was interviewed. He did an interview. They interviewed him about how he was stepping over bodies. And that was in Building 7. Why the hell is he stepping over bodies in Building 7? Tower 7. Right? And then Tower 7 collapsed, right? With just a couple fires, office fires. There's another guy. He's gone. There's a bunch of them. The 9-11 whistleblower, she died. And if I'm not mistaken, she was on Alex Jones' court saying, listen, I want you to know that I'm not suicidal or anything like that. And she said it on his show. And in fact, I remember him even talking about that after the fact. And uh, what happened? Oh, she had suicide. <sighs> That's how they get does to get me with these people who are not awake. How many suicides is it going to take for you to realize it's not a suicide? They're all suicides. Going all the way back to Arkansas with the two boys on the track. Christ, uh, the body count around that event is tremendous. You need to look up the old special. I don't know what year it was recorded, but the incident happened in 
I'll say 88, 87, 88, somewhere in there. The two boys, one of them was Tommy. I forget the other one's name. Danny, maybe. Danny and Tommy. Fucking the DA is fucking involved. The fucking coroner with the fake autopsy report. Who got fucking pulled from his job and Bill Clinton being governor at the time gave him a new position with a 42% uh, raise. Tell me, you know, that doesn't sound fucking suspicious. The Clintons have been in this bullshit forever. You need to look that shit up. Look up the fucking two kids on the tracks from, uh, it's like the 1980s when Bill Clinton was governor. There's a whole documentary on it. It's one lady, uh, I want to say her name was Judy. She did a whole investigation into the thing, uh, the trail ran cold for her. Nothing ever came of it. But she fucking went the whole way and was trying to get them. And the FBI dicked her and they dodged her. And they just did these fucking things where, like, they just didn't allow her to ever win this case. And it just kind of evaporated. Like, it just disappeared in the thin fucking air. And, like, a lot of these people's names that were tied or somehow affiliated to this case... They all just happened to wind up being in fucking Bill Clinton's cabinet when he became fucking president. It's all there. You can look it up. These people are fucking there. It shows how powerful these fucking people are. They're just doing what they want. And, uh, you know, they got big plans for us. And at the end of the day, the only thing that we can rely on is right now is ourselves. Like I said before. Do your part. Share the information. Do a podcast. Fuck it. Whatever. Make videos. It doesn't really matter to me what you do. Just do something to try and encourage people or to try to get them to see what actually is transpiring because we're in a grave state in the game. And like some of us are fed up. I know I'm going to listen. No matter what they say, I'm going back to work. It's already scheduled. The date is set. And uh, even if this fucking asshat governor doesn't fucking do what he does, we're, we're fucking going in anyway. We're, we're, doing, we're doing what we got to do. We got families to take care of. And we're not going to be... You can't just sit down. You can't just sit down and let these totalitarian bastards fucking get away with it. That's why I encourage the protests. We need more, more protests, uh, more people, um, and, and you know. And listen, if you're not with this and you don't like it, you don't think we're part of the problem, but you know you're gonna get everybody killed. You get messed up. If you're paranoid and you believe that this pandemic is worse than anything they ever said it. Meanwhile, you know, just for just for reference. That I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but the bot, the, the actual death count for 2020 at this time, all weeks combined, is actually, I think it's a 10% lower than it was this time last year. So do the math. There's less people dying, but they're telling you they're all dying, and they're all dying of COVID-19. If everybody's dying of this COVID-19, then what the fuck is everybody else dying of? If everybody's suddenly just dying from COVID-19. All of a sudden, everybody's dying from COVID-19. But the numbers are lower than last year. It's not hard to figure out, man. Do the math. It's, it just doesn't make sense. And, and people just don't want to look at it. And they're like, they, they don't want to appreciate the fact. Pa- ah, no, you're just crazy. You sound ridiculous. You sound ridiculous. I had another person the other day on Facebook. I've been friends with him for a long time. And I know him personally. 
and he commented on one of my posts, and it really wasn't saying anything, I was just saying how General Flynn, we now know it was a hoax, and that he was framed, and that it's all coming out in the wash, and that the people that, a lot of people that support it, have bamboozled and lied to you. And that's all really all I said. As I said, if you're a supporter of the DNC or the Democrats or whatever you want to call them, you've been bamboozled. And he made the comment, which I found was laughable. I didn't even respond back. He was like, the only reason I keep you on the list is because of your ridiculousness. Otherwise, and I was just like, instead of responding, I was like, well, let me help you out. And I just deleted it real quick because, I, you know, I don't have time for that. And I, I'm not going to get into petty arguments with people online because I'm past that point. I'm at the point where I'm all about knowledge and the knowledge is power. And this is the perfect song to end this podcast on. This program, I turned it up a little bit. But this goes down. But listen, man. Don't ever think. If, you got, if you're the guy that's that on that side of the fence, you're that paranoid, stay your ass home then. Keep your mask on, stay your ass home, and let the rest of us do what we gotta do. That's it for tonight. I hope you all do well. Good night and God bless. For God of a country. And remember, where we go, when we go all.